You are on the chill zone. Bertha Charuma with you up until 12 midnight. It's quarter past nine. And uh, now we get into conversations. Think conversation. This is our section when we talk about all kinds of different issues. It could be health. It could be legal. Uh, whatever it is uh, that is important or that is of importance. And this evening, everybody has witnessed or heard about how artists struggle in their professions and how their work isn't protected, preventing them from making money off it. And there's been a whole lot of tug of war where you have a company that's managing a, a particular artist, you know, struggling, fighting over. Uh, how they are remunerated. And we thought it would only be appropriate to speak to someone who can chat to us about, uh, you know, the Performance Pro uh, Protection Bill and the Copyright Amendment Bill that is out there so that if you're an artist or intending to be an artist, at least have the basics of understanding of how you then engage. And uh, we have uh, Jack uh, Devnarain, Chairman of the South African Guild of Actors, uh, joining us online. Uh, Jack, good to have you on The Chill Zone. Yeah, thank you so much, Bertha. Good to talk to you. This is, you know, one section of the law that people sort of like undermine, especially artists. When they engage or when they start, uh, you know, they their ex, whatever it is, they never really get into the legal aspects of understanding how then they will be remunerated. It's almost like, okay, Bethy, you're going to start writing. I, I start writing and I just put it out there and I don't protect it. Let's go to the basics. How does this work? Yeah, let's, let's look at the, um, the reality for South African actors. And we're seeing such an evolution now in technology we started off, we were watching SABC TV, and then from there it went into VHS. And then we started to witness the, the arrival of the digital age where suddenly all our work was now being seen on the internet. And from there onto social media, and now we're in the age of streaming. And we are seeing some of those older shows, the, the series like uh, we are looking at um, Shaka Zulu, Yizo Yizo, all those things are now suddenly appearing on streaming platforms. And artists, actors in particular, are wondering, but where's the money going? Why am I, as an actor, still not being paid for the reuse and the exploitation of my work all those years ago? And Bertha, this is exactly how performers are losing out on the, on the income that should be due to them only because we've never had the royalty right in South Africa and South African actors have never had uh, any kind of legal protection in the form of uh, an act of parliament, uh, any legislation to protect our royalty rights, which is why the Copyright Amendment Bill and the Performance Protection Amendment Bill now gives actors that right for the very first time in South African history. Mm. And, and the Copyright Amendment Bill gives, you know, like you have, you've just highlighted artists and authors, musicians and everybody else, their rights to increase their income. And I just taking one particular example, and I'm just going to, to say it just before we take a break so that, you know, we'll talk about it when we come back, where someone maybe you are hired. I'm, I'm going to take somebody maybe who does a series, a 13 part series 
there you've done your 13 part series and your work has been flighted and after it being flighted you find out that like you're saying you find out later that it's being flighted somewhere else but you're only paid per hour during your performance at that particular time which they'll say okay fine we'll pay you so much for for the next 16 hours or for the next five hours or for the next hour but they never consider the later part when it's being flighted later on. And I just want to find out what are the loopholes, what are the, you know, the issues that a, a performer should actually know before they engage. I'm going to just take a small break and we'll be back. At Bertha Charuma One on Twitter. And you are on the chill zone, 21 minutes after nine. And also don't forget, top of the hour from 10 to 11, hashtag Friday Takeover. Send your voice notes with uh, your favorite tracks on 0614104107 when you take over the airwaves and we'll be playing your music. But for now, I do have our guest chairman of the South African Guild of Actors Saga. That's Jack Devnarain. Uh, and uh, he is with me online. And we're talking about something that we all ought to know the performance protection bill and the copyright amendment bill which a lot of performers have no idea that they have to have at least the basic understanding of what goes on before you start engaging as a performer as an artist whether you're an actress or you're or you're, or you're a singer jack welcome back thank you brother so i wanted to find out like when there's a repeat of your work, you do work, you get paid for that period when it's flighted, but then when it becomes a repeat, is there any protection of any sorts or in the bill, it just stipulates that once you've done the work, it now belongs to whoever, maybe let's say it now belongs to SABC and that's it. The status quo in South Africa, what we are currently faced with is a complete ownership of all the actors' rights, and it's owned by the producers, it's owned by the broadcasters, and we have no right to claim for those repeats, and we have no right to claim for any kind of residual income every time those shows are licensed to other broadcasters or licensed onto a streaming platform. And this is the big problem. This is the reason the creative sector is on a slippery slope and we, are, we, will, we will never see any kind of remuneration for the exploitation of that work. This is why the bills are so important to actors. Um, South African actors don't have any right to make any inputs on the contracts that we are forced to sign. So the contracts we are given, we are told, if you want the job, you better sign the contract. And the contract is essentially a complete buyout of all those rights. And a very good example of that, Bertha, would be the late Hendrik Dele. If you remember the original Shaka Zulu series, yes. when he played the title role, and that series was produced in 1985. And since then, that series has been licensed and seen around the world on different broadcasters in different territories, now even on streaming platforms. And it's estimated that that show made a total of over 5 billion rand in revenue. Sure. And you ask yourself, but how come Henry Taylor died a poor man? It's because 
Henry Taylor had no rights to claim in that contract that he signed any form of residual income, which is why he died poor. Now, we need to address that, that immoral uh, reality. And this is why the bills are so important for us, because now the, the bills introduce the right for the actors to be able to claim some form of residual income every time those shows are now seen around the world and seen on other broadcasters and on other platforms. And it's so important for us to have this because currently South Africa is sitting behind the rest of the world in terms of international standards. Around the world, it is an accepted norm that actors are going to be earning royalties or they'll be earning residuals for the ongoing exploitation of their work, except in South Africa. And we are wondering, but surely we should have some protection in the form of the laws that are supposed to help the most vulnerable people, which are the performers. And this is, this is why the bills are so important to us. Mm. And do you, do you see, you know, the, the amendment of this bill happening anytime soon? It's a long process. Parliamentary processes are very, very long and they require extensive stakeholder engagement. And the reason it's so important for us to mobilize actors, as you mentioned earlier, it's because actors need to be heard fighting for their own rights. We cannot expect broadcasters or streamers to be fighting for those residual rights on behalf of actors. Those are the people who are eating the profits. They are enjoying all the profits that are being made from the exploitation of the work. And the actor is sitting wondering, where's all the money going? So if actors are not using this opportunity for their voices to be heard, we will never see those royalty rights. And this is Saga's work, is we represent the rights of, of our members and all actors to make sure that government and our lawmakers are hearing exactly why we need to have these rights in place and protected and guaranteed by law. Mm. Now, is it easy to get access for advice? Let's say if I'm an actor, and you know, a performer of sorts, how easy is it for me to get access to, to be given advice? You know, but there's so many voices right now and so many people are misleading actors. Um, for example, you've got um, organizations right now that have been led by actors, in fact, are still being led by actors, who are denying the royalty rights that are contained in the bills. And we are extremely worried about those, those organizations. Um, at least Saga has been around for now 14 years, and we are trying very hard to mobilize groups of actors, whether they are uh, currently in work, whether they belong to a certain production in the cast, or whether they are in between contracts. We're trying to get them to understand the importance of having their voices heard. So as much as we are reaching out into our sector, we need to meet our actors halfway, and they need to meet us, and they need to voice their opinions and they need to understand, most importantly, you've got to understand what's in the bills. So it's not just a matter of saying, um, I, I wish I had the right to earn royalties. It's also a matter of understanding from, um, from the people who have been engaged with the bills to learn exactly how those rights are being phrased and how they're being positioned in the bills and the rights that come with them. Yeah. It's so sad because, we, you know, you find a lot of of our performers die paupers and yet 
you know, they would have contributed so much in terms of sharing, you know, their act, whatever it is, and us as just the basic citizens we enjoy. And we just, after that, we, you know, we look aside and, and they die sad. Now, there are some myths that are out there. What are the myths that uh, you want to, to debunk? Well, um, you know, there's, oh, there's so many. I think one of the, the, the important reference points here would be the U.S. actors' strike that's still ongoing in the U.S. And those actors raised some very important issues. For example, um, the U.S. Actors' Union raised the issue of artificial intelligence. And there are a lot of people who are so excited about how artificial intelligence can be used in South Africa. And a lot of them are saying, you know, this is going to benefit our industry. What they forget is that through the misuse of artificial intelligence, you actually have in actor contracts in South Africa right now, you've got producers who are telling actors, when you sign this contract, it gives me the right as the producer to own your image, your voice, your likeness, and your performance so that the producer can continue to use that performance in any future production in perpetuity, and I never have to pay the actor again. Now, this is exactly the kind of thing that we need to make our actors aware of because artificial intelligence can be a, a great benefit to the industry, but in South Africa, it is a myth that it's going to help actors because currently the contracts are skewed in favor of the broadcasters and the streamers and the producers so that the actors' rights are actually being stolen from them. And we need to address that as a matter of urgency. Sure. You know, this is, this is a conversation that we really ought to have on a daily basis because this is the industry, especially the entertainment, the information sharing um, industry. It's, it's very, very, very tricky. But yeah. anyway, Jester, if you are listening, maybe you want to drop us a voice note. That's 0614104107. And uh, we are talking about the Copyright Amendment Bill, uh, which allows creators to go to a tribunal if they're being exploited. Now, in this instance, what sort of evidence do you need? It would be very helpful to have some form of the, of the contract that you signed with the producer so that the tribunal will be able to look at the rights and the obligations on each side of that contract. What was the actor's rights and obligations and what are the producer's or the broadcaster's rights and obligations? And based on that, a tribunal would be mandated to decide and adjudicate what is fair and what is unfair. And typically what we are seeing, um, and, and remember that tribunal doesn't yet exist. The tribunal is merely proposed by the bills. And of course there are vested interests to block the bills because the people who are enjoying the profits do not want to be taken before a tribunal. They do not want to have to have their contracts scrutinized or adjudicated upon. The people who have all the rights, the broadcasters and the producers, are, are, are working very, very hard and lobbying very hard to make sure that we do not see the transformation that the bills represent in the sector. They are, they are driven by a profit imperative. And that means that the actors will never see a fair return on the exploitation of their work. 
So the, the tribunal itself, proposed by the bills, will have to be properly constituted, it will have to be properly mandated, and it gives the vulnerable parties, in this case it would be the actors, the right to take a, a contract that's in dispute to the tribunal to say, please look at this because this is unfair and it, it is a violation of my rights. Yeah. So basically you need a very, very good lawyer to really go through your contract so that, you know, you, you cover all the blind spots. Yeah, that's right. And look, lawyers aren't um, easy to come by. And we they're not already cheap. Had, no, no, they're not cheap. And, and very often lawyers um, stray into territory that they don't know particularly well. And a good example of that was the Generation 16 debacle where you had a number of actors, 16 of them, um, who had all signed the standard SABC freelance artists agreement. Now, once you sign a freelance agreement, it means you are not protected under labor laws. You are not protected under the basic conditions of employment, the Labor Relations Act or Employment Equity. You are not covered by labor laws. Unfortunately, when those actors were in that dispute, they decided to take their disputes to a labor lawyer who, it seemed to me, didn't know the contents of that SABC freelance agreement, which is why I don't think that there was a satisfactory resolution in favor of the performers. And this is something that all actors need to be aware of. What does your contract say about how you are engaged? If you're engaged as an employee, that's fantastic. Then you can take it to the CCMA or to labor courts or however you like to, to resolve it. But if you're a freelancer, then it's an entirely different regime. And that means you can't then automatically take it to the CCMA or to Labor Court. And just to wrap it up, where can we find more information? Where can we find you in case someone is listening and they feel like, you know, they're being outdone? Well, Saga is always reaching out to make sure that we are providing the best possible legal services to our members. We encourage actors to join Saga um, we have our website, the South African Guild of Actors, and we are very proud of our track record over the last 14 years. And we are also educating actors so that um, they might be able to prevent a legal dispute before it even happens. But you need the correct information on how to approach that negotiation. And you need to understand what your rights and obligations are as it's drafted into that contract. Just be careful not to fall into those those traps that are set for you, where you sign away all your rights. And that for us is one of the biggest areas that we are looking at, and we really want to help actors in that regard. Thank you so much. That's Jack Devnerain, chairman of the South African Guild of Actors. That's Saga chatting to us, debunking the myths about the Copyright Amendment Bill and never sign anything. Without thank, you, re- thank you so much. Have yourself a pleasant evening. Without thank reading, you. without reading the fine print, never ever sign anything. And if you don't understand, rather, you know, they always say, uh, better late than never. Take your time. Find somebody who understands. Rather pay a small fee for someone to go through your contract so that you are well protected. But quite insightful, I must say. And when we come back, we now go to travel and tourism. 
That's our last sector of our conversation. And then you take over the airwaves. Hashtag Friday Takeover. And please send us your voice notes with your favorite songs. 0614 104 107. We take a break.